When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined by my co-host of the day, my husband, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Husband of the day. Did I say that? Pretty much. (laughs) It's not a mystery to me, but I feel like you're hurting your own image now. (laughs) We're improving it. I don't know. Um, it's Monday. It's Monday. You want to talk about, um, the fact that formatting is changing? Oh, well, okay. I mean, you just caught me up to speed from basically telling me, look, this is how it's going to be. Right. Yeah, I did. You like it when I get all producery on you. Do I? I think you do. I like to be told what to do. You do. You like somebody to boss you around a little bit. You're your own boss in your regular job. I, I never realized this about me. Please tell me more about how I don't enjoy freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. Well, Wait, though, first. Let me boss you around because you like to be bossed around. Yeah. Don't don't get all like, this is going to happen, this is going to happen because you don't want to paint. We're just, you've spitballed ideas. Yes. You've brainstormed. Don't paint yourself into a corner on stuff you haven't made up your mind about yet. Okay. Just, just. Loose details. Let the let the people have some excitement in trying to anticipate. What did she mean by that? Oh man, I, this is a lot of pressure now. <laughs> Basically, I had an idea of how we can consolidate some of the um, new installments of Awesome that we've been creating in the past couple of weeks, months. Mm-hmm. Has it been months now? I've lost track of time. And uh, possibly revive an old series that we have had great response to in the past, our old extra awesome series, Mm -hmm. and just kind of play around with things and keep doing the things that I love to do. I mean, Kyle, as you well know, I've been doing Sword Awesome for six years. Six years. Six years. That's a long time to play around with it. Well, your words, not mine. Here's the yes, true. Here's the thing for for the vast majority of those years, I allowed myself to kind of get into a rut of creating sort of awesome. I still loved it, but wasn't feeling that creative spark mm-hmm. the way I was in the beginning. So, yeah, just taking the time, the opportunity to just say, like, what what sparks joy? What sparks awesome? You know who hates a creative spark? Who? Electricians. Ooh. Yeah, there's your dad joke for the day. That was a good dad joke, yes. I am terrified of electricity, so that it's yeah. not really that funny to me. It's fresh on my mind because I'm also terrified of it, but I'm who has to yes. do it here. And I just recently tried a little electrical work a little creative electrical work it only went well in that there was no creative spark Uh, (laughs) i failed at the task so all of that to say stay tuned as always and let's see what we come up with yeah don't don't tune in thinking what they said they do this on this day because some things are going to be yes changing ebbing and flowing something thank you you said it way better than i did we could have just gone with your words and i i put too many words to it as per usual. Okay, it's Monday. On yeah. on Monday, sometimes we like to just just really dive in. It's the second day of Father's Day. What? <laughs> I, wasn't, a, I wasn't aware it's a two-day holiday now. Oh, it's much longer than that. Okay. It's a month-long holiday. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I have no plans to celebrate beyond okay, <laughs> the well, first day. You've got a little time to come up with something. By the end of the recording, I expect to be celebrated. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can make that happen. Um, We like to sometimes dig in and talk about what is awesome in the realm of watching, reading, listening, life styling. I knew it. I knew you were going to ING lifestyle. Yeah. Why not? Um, 
Hey, I'm not criticizing. Creative spark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's talk about some watches that we have been into. Okay. And of course, as always, we have things from the awesomes that we want to share from our awesome community. The awesome verse. Yes. From the awesome verse. I love it. Yes. Okay. Recently on sort of awesome, my friend and co-host Kelly Gordon recommended a show on the Peacock streaming network. It's a Peacock original called girls five Eva. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Tina Fey. Tina Fey is one of the showrunners of this. She's not actually on it, although she does make a cameo playing Dolly Parton. I of just all people. In, was trying to point that it was her creative spark. It is. I, yes. wanna, I feel like we're obligated now to say that as many times as possible. Clearly. Yes, exactly. Um, it, the concept for Girls 5 Eva, if you missed Kelly talking about it, is that there was a 90s girl band, like pop group. That was really, they had their, their moment in the sun. And then, you know, as those nineties constructed bands kind of faded away, like you're 98 degrees, you're in sync, you're backstreet boys. How dare you? Um, I still have the entire box collection of everything the backstreet boys ever made. Yes. I take the top off my Jeep. I turn that on the highest possible volume I can find and then drive through schools and playground areas. And offer candy to children. <laughs> yep. I don't do any of those no, things. No, you don't. Clarification. Not even a little bit. Um, so anyway, Girls 5 Ever. So they, they were this band. They kind of faded into obscurity until in the modern, uh, like contemporary era, a rapper named Little Stinker sampled one of their songs from the 90s. And then they find themselves thrust back into the spotlight. Tina Fey is one of the showrunners on this. If you enjoyed 30 Rock, if you enjoyed um, Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix, if you enjoy that joke a minute, like really joke dense comedy that Tina Fey really excels with, I think you will love Girls 5 Eva. If you also were a young woman in the 90s, um, either a teenager. You're old now. Well, I'm just kidding. I mean, I will. I'm just kidding. I will embrace that fact. I like being in my 40s, but. It's fun to look back at the '90s and be like, "Yeah, some of the, some of our song lyrics were maybe a little problematic, but they were fun." And the sh- the songs on this show are a lot of fun. Cool. Um, we have very very loosely been participating in a rewatch of Firefly. Yes, it's honestly. Not a good show. No. The intro song may be the worst thing ever written. And if, yet it does earworm you. What is the uh, big picture of Firefly for anyone who's not familiar with it? Well, it's, it's a space, like outer edge of the frontier, borderline legal, illegal group of people dodging the government. Interestingly, there's a lot of attempts at, oh, call it country um, language, country, morals, yeah. and ethics, effectively. And, and keep in mind here, this again, I don't think you fully realize this, maybe you have, it's set in the outskirts right. of the universe's multiverse, whatever, not multiverse, but the, yeah, solar systems yes. and pop- populous places. They've tried to recreate country within a sci-fi thing. It's It's very awkward, and they do a terrible job of... <laughs> Representing country people. Um, I just, when people ask what Firefly is about, I just like to say it's cowboys in space. That's generous. I think all cowboys would be offended by that. Well, okay. But it's the, like you said, it's the wild, wild west um, sort of narrative structure, but it's in space. Yes. Yes. That's fair. Um, yeah. We did, we did our brief rewatch of it. And we both agreed like, this isn't this, as good yeah, as we remember. It's bad. Were we drunk? What happened? <laughs> Now, you launched into a new series. I started it. You did. You you instigated. Shall we tell the story of how um, how quickly I <laughs> yeah. managed to pass out the other night? Yes, that was a magic moment. Oh my goodness! Now we've discussed many times on Sort of Awesome that I have a very hard time staying awake for things like reading, watching movies, watching TV shows. I myself 
I think I sunk to a new low or I soared to new heights, it's, depending on how you look at it. Could have been part of your creative spark. I don't know. There was no spark left in me. <laughs> we were going to take a new show to watch. We were done with the Firefly rewatch and you handed me the remote as we were laying in bed and said, pick something. I don't care. Just pick anything. So I'd gone through, scrolled through Netflix, didn't see anything I was into, popped over, was going to let's pick through HBO max. We're paying for it. You know, we yeah. I feel like we haven't really gotten our money's worth out of HBO max. No, for framing this had all taken so long. I was scrolling through things on my phone because there was no show and there was still no show and yeah. still no show. Yes, that's right. So open up HBO max on Roku and um, you know, there's a little time as, as the, those apps load into Roku so you can watch. So I, I felt from the periphery, I felt the, the title screen kick in. And, and as you load it up, as is true of so many apps on there, it asks who's watching uh-huh. and you select which user it is. And that screen comes up and I said, who is watching? And the room was quiet. <laughs> not a peep. And I said, plainly not you. And there was still no... <laughs> <laughs> no na- no noise, no sound. And then the, the slightest of snores. You guys, in the less than 60 seconds that it took for HBO Max to open on the TV, I had literally fallen asleep. Fell Remote asleep. in hand. In hand. And your arm was resting in such a way that your hand was elevated <laughs> off of the bed. <laughs> So it's just this sleeping, floating remote next to me. Yep, that's right. That's right. So anyway, when I say you started a new series, yeah. I watched about the first 10 minutes of it. But that, this was, uh, that was a different, that was something else. Because this show that you started was yeah. on Netflix. I, that's what I mean. Yeah, we, yeah. we didn't, I don't know we what happened. We started nothing new yeah. that night. Yeah. Um, I, was, I did offer a prayer for you. I was dead to the world for sure. But yeah, you started something new on Netflix. You started it for us last night. You started Lucifer, which this isn't new. No. It's been on Netflix forever. And yeah. I don't know why. I will admit, on uh, this is going to be recorded and preserved for all posterity. Mm-hmm. I will admit that sometimes I will form an unfounded opinion and I'll dig my heels in on it. Oh, my. And I have no idea why, but I had just... I was under the impression this show is terrible and I will not watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've scrolled past it many times. Netflix has begged us to watch it. Begged and pleaded. They hired Mark Zuckerberg to come to our home. Oh, really? And try to talk me into watching it. (laughs) Um, As per usual, I told him to leave. Yes. uh, Because of his many visits here, for sure. He won't leave me alone. It's a little creepy. Um. So yeah, we had we had definitely scrolled past it so many times. It's a show that I know started on the CW, and then eventually some some number of seasons in, Netflix picked it up, and yeah. now it's a Netflix production. Yeah, which I would assume would mean that whenever we reach that point, it'll get better. Yeah. So what do you think? It's not bad. It's okay. not bad. I think you have to be in the mood for the kind of show it is, and depending on what your religious bent is or isn't, I I could see how some people might find it offensive. Okay. Just even not necessarily in terms of the show itself, but in, in how it plays out the, the, the theme behind it all. I mean, it is called Lucifer. It's called Lucifer after all, but it's, it's mildly entertaining. It's not something where I'm like, I have to stay awake and watch another episode. It's Mm -hmm. not like that yet. Maybe it will be. I don't know. Yeah. But it's decent entertainment. All right. I cannot wait to see how this plays out. Yeah. I'm very fascinated. Okay. I have to tell you all, as I was looking through titles that have been released in June onto the streaming platform, something caught my eye and I have been filled with so much joy and anticipation. So much creative spark. All of that. Yes. Because one of the funniest series I think ever created in modern American television. Archer. I'm, Archer is already streaming. Highly inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. It is very funny, but we're not talking about Archer. Okay. I just thought I'd try. One of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my whole entire life that I think is so underrated and so few people know about it is a show that was called Happy Endings. It ran from 2011 to 2013. 
It ran on ABC. It is a when it's a kind of a parallel to like Friends, where okay. you have your ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Each character kind of has their zany situations they get into a couple of some of them are couples like some of the friends are in a couple others are single um never date your co-workers it's not co-workers they're just always <laughs> date your co-workers i don't know whichever it is um it is so funny and i feel like now my sister emily and i have watched it and we often talk about and reference back to how hilarious this show is but i never run into anybody else who's ever even heard of it let alone appreciates the humor of it now all three seasons are now on netflix please go watch it please come in and, and affirm me in my opinion that happy endings is one of the funniest shows ever made fair enough one of the funniest shows ever made that you've never heard of okay Okay. Now we do like to bring in ideas from the awesome community, things that you should be watching and reading and listening to and lifestyling with. Yes. Somebody who is a brilliant shining star of recommendations in our community is Shell. Yeah. Shell often brings good stuff for us to check out. You want to you want to share what she recommended for us? No. What? Where am I? Yeah, yes, I mean, okay, is what the teleprompter says. Yes, yes, may I? Um, this is I've not skimmed the notes that thoroughly, so I'm going to make up something that she didn't say. Um, my creative spark, if you yes. know, um, show myself several of the people, several of the several of the people, several several members of the awesome verse. We are fans of. True crime. Oh, yeah. Of a true crime deep dive. Definitely. I think one of the more fun um, episodes that you and I created together way back in the beginnings of extra contents, probably, gosh, at least eight months ago, maybe now, we did the uh, Unsolved Mystery. Yes. Ray Ray Rivera. Rivera Talked about that. Yes. That actually was one of the things we did that got decent traction on YouTube as well. Yes, because there's... Well, I could go off on a side yeah, tangent. Anyway, yeah. true crime, deep dive. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yes. Um, she has said one of her favorite true crime YouTubers, Stephanie Harlow, has finished up an eight-part series on Bonnie and Clyde. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot, but there's a lot to that story. There's, yes. I feel like there's a lot. If you were going to do this responsibly, there's a lot of misinformation to overcome. Yes. First, because they've more or less become a meme of pop culture yeah. um, over the years, even before a meme was such a thing. Yes. Yes. So yeah, eight part series. She said, highly recommend it. If you love a super detailed and intriguing story. Okay. I always take shell up on her recommendations. She's never wrong. She has amazing taste. Yes, I would agree. Um, and so even though I, d- most of my true crime, I consume Definitely via podcast, sometimes um, books or audiobooks. I rarely do the YouTube true crime community situation, mm-hmm. but I will go find Stephanie Harlow and watch this because Bonnie and Clyde is truly a fascinating story. And I'm confident there are things that I believe to be true about the Bonnie and Clyde story that are just simply not true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very much looking forward to that. So those are some watches. Those are what we've been into that we're watching. We would love to hear what is making your life complete in the realm of watching right now. For the people out there, if it sounds like Meg fell asleep and she's snoring, I don't know if the mic's picking this up or not, but we do have a a Boston Terrier over there sawing some real logs. Yes. Yes. They come by it honestly. The snoring part that is. Yes. Okay, let's talk about some reads. First of all, I do want to say, if you enjoy books and reading talk, get ready because this coming Friday, this the Friday of this week, Yes. my friend Katie Proctor, sort of awesome regular Katie Proctor, is back on the show. When she's on the show, we are talking books and reading. She and I just recorded this episode. It's called Books That Are Worth the Hype. Funny Fun fact, okay. Katie didn't learn how to read until about two years ago. <laughs> That's absolutely patently untrue. <laughs> um, it's her creative spark. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's not only a great reader, she's also um, an accomplished author. So, Which was hella tough to write a book before she knew how to read. Yes. 
Um, anyway, we talk about so many books on that episode. And so my contribution to the reading part of Watch, Read, Listen, Lifestyle this week is sparse because I saved all of my book talk for this upcoming gotcha. episode. Well, I have an exciting read. Oh, do you? I This past probably two weeks, if I'm being accurate with mm-hmm. my information, I have read, reread, and reread. It's basically an encyclopedia of different systematic trading programs, uh, ideas, if you will, around the commodities. Creative sparks, even? Um, Somebody's creative sparks, for sure. Okay. Um, No, that's that's probably not a read most people are going to enjoy. But that I have been reading. Yeah. And that's what I've been reading. It just isn't something the rest of the people are probably going to be excited about. Some people, it might be snore-inducing. Yeah. But for you, with your industry... Well, I wouldn't, I don't sit there and revel in it. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to read the next chapter on the triple smoothed moving averages. It's so exciting now. I just, I'm on a quest to find out some things, to discover some things. And it was a helpful tool. I feel like you were teetering on the edge of your German dialect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hans almost came out. Hans was close. Yeah. Okay, well, I right now am reading what many, many awesomes are reading. Many um, readers in our culture are reading because it just came out a book by a very popular author, Taylor Jenkins Reid, just dropped her new novel, Malibu Rising. Okay. Um, So the context for Malibu Rising is that it takes place in the 80s, in the early 80s, actually. In Malibu? In Malibu, yes, hence the titling there. Um, And it kind of follows the lives of... There's four children of a legendary singer, rock and roll star, Mick Riva. Okay. And so I think our protagonist, I think the main protagonist viewpoint is from Nina, the oldest of these children. But it it tells the stories, it kind of unravels stories from each of these kids' lives. Um, One thing that I do really love and appreciate about this book is that it has the flashback narrative structure. Now, not everybody likes that, and that's fine. That's an opinion you can hold. But I like when you get little bits of the story in the current day, but then through flashbacks, you can kind of start to piece together like, oh, that's why this thing, and this is why this relationship is like this, and this is how this ended up happening. Um, so anyway, I'm reading that right now. I know lots of other people are too. I cannot wait to get really into it because she is a fantastic writer, absolutely writes relationships so well. That's good stuff. Cool. All right, those were our reads. Let's talk about some listens. Okay. Um, I mostly have been listening to audiobooks, honestly, and I can't really tell all of them right now because I, again, this coming Friday's show, I use all my words for all the audiobooks I've been listening to. But my dear friend Athena had a great podcast recommendation. Do you want to share about that? No. All right. Well, I guess I'll do I've the, not read the both notes. of these. I've not read the notes. I, I feel <laughs> I feel like a liar when you are like, here, tell people about this thing. Go. Well, in Athena's words about this podcast, she said, I just learned about a podcast similar to Welcome to Night Vale. Now, Welcome to Night Vale is one of the earliest and probably most well-known um serialized fiction podcasts. Okay. Many it has like a huge cult following. So Athena's like, this is similar. It's called King Falls AM. It's two radio DJs on in the early morning with a mix of a little bit of paranormal and some basically some small town stuff, gossip, and I'm guessing intrigue and secrets and those types of things. Um, She said it's only 100 episodes and they're all under 20 minutes. So... If you like a fiction storytelling podcast, Mm -hmm. sounds like this is a good one to check out. I don't think I've, I've not listened to any podcasts of note in a while. I've kind of, I'm off the podcast bandwagon for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Spotify made me a playlist. (gasps) Of podcasts? No. Oh. Of music. Okay. (laughs) Which I also listen to. Spotify will make you a playlist of podcast they, recommendations. I'm sure by they the way. will. I'm sure they will. You know what? I have listened to a podcast again 
industry stuff. Mm. It's called Top Traders Unplugged. Oh, it's uh-huh. a guide that runs it's part of a hedge fund out of Europe. And again, probably not stuff the people are going to dig. I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Niels is the host. He's quite a pleasant fellow. Um, it's soothing. It might be a good sleeper. Maybe so. Just you want to plug something in that's going to lull you off to sleep faster than the HBO Max yeah, plugins. Can. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, but the Spotify playlist, here's, here's, I guess the both creative spark and the, uh, the big disappointment. Uh-huh. We listened to it, you and I, yes, for a couple nights in a row as we went on an evening ride in the yes, Jeep. Yes, that's right. It's a great little playlist of stuff from the 90s, I feel like, mainly. Yes. And it disappeared <gasps> off my phone. It's gone now. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure I said off my phone. That's where we've used it. I would assume all of my Spotify interaction points, uh, computers, you know, not just phones. Okay. It's not like my phone is at fault. Okay. That kind of a thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a thing you should listen to if you can find it. It's a Spotify playlist that was created for me from what I've listened to in the past. <laughs> if you find it, let me know. I, <laughs> I miss it say, terribly. <laughs> I say yes, that, that should be easy for other people to find. No problem. All right. Let's talk about some lifestyle stuff. Right. Uh, we definitely, definitely have a lot from the awesomes who weighed in with their lifestyle picks for the week on the awesome of the week thread in the sort of awesome hangout. Okay. The first one I'm so intrigued by this is from awesome Francis mm-hmm. and she shared a nightgown that she found on Amazon. I will link it in the show notes, but she said it's so comfortable. She said she hasn't worn a nightgown in years because she hates how they bunch up. This one doesn't do that because it has some well-placed slits on the side. And she said, it's really cute. If you're still wearing it in the morning, you have to answer the door or take the garbage out. And, and it has pockets. A nightgown with pockets. With pockets. What do you keep in nightgown pockets? Well, your phone, primarily. Don't keep your car keys in there. You sleep on your car keys, it's <laughs> going to change your life in a bad way. <laughs> Absolutely, it will. I am like Francis in that I cannot remember when I've worn a nightgown last. They do tend to bunch up around your waist, and it's just uncomfortable. I have very particular things that I need in my night time wear my sleeping gear i go back and forth between like a 1700s men's nightgown (laughs) and then long johns that have the trap door opening in the back i find it's hard to pick between those two yes they're both delights you do love a sleeping gown don't you yes (laughs) anyway i will link this in the show notes because i'm so intrigued the curmudgeon that's the style of men's nightgown (laughs) i wear the curmudgeon it's a good one as modeled by ebenezer scrooge in the Disney version of A yes. Christmas Carol, right? Yes, although the one I wear is much more sheer. Okay, yes. I yes, like yes, to keep yes. it sexy. Yeah, definitely, yeah. These nightgowns that Francis recommended, not sheer. So, Well, we we're not buying one. Um, <laughs> I am going to check this out because I'm also nightgown skeptical, but if Francis has fantastic taste, I trust her, and I think this could be okay. um, what I'm looking for. Um, Alyssa reminded us that we've talked a lot about boba or bubble tea on the podcast lately. Our daughter loves this. One of our daughters. Well, both of them, honestly. But mainly the one. Mainly the 13-year-old is super into boba. It's really, it can get expensive if you are trying to buy this on the weekly. Or take a bath in it. (laughs) I think she would. She would do it. I think she would. Um, highly not recommended. Um, That would be a very expensive bath. But Alyssa said that, you know what, you can make your own bubble tea at home. And it can be really fun now that it's summer and you want a nice, Mm -hmm. cool, refreshing drink. So she shared that there are some kits that you can buy that um, have the little tapioca pearls that become boba. Yes. You can buy them from your local Asian market. You can get them on Amazon. I will link to one that she shared. Um, So they, they come as the little pearls. There is a little bit of prep work. We've AJ and I actually have done this at home before we had a a boba kit. We did in the bathtub. Nope. Not the bathtub. Don't drink things that have been in the bathtub. That's gross. The thought of 
ew, anything drinky yeah. and that tub of germs and mm, bacteria. Yeah. You know, I hate it. You know, during the prohibition, people made gin in the in their bathtub. That's true. Although that's probably a pretty generous thing. They called it gin. It's a generous bathtub name. gin. Maybe that's why it was. They called it bathtub gin because it was generous. <laughs> Oh my to gosh, call it that's that. your second dad joke of this episode. You get feeling one good. more. I'm feeling good. You get one more, and then after that, that's it. It's okay, over. I'll try to bring better quality jokes next time. I have to think that making gin in the bathtub, that the, the alcohol concentration of that which they called gin was high enough, hopefully, to kill bacteria. Yeah, I'm doubting it, though. In germs. I, I think it was basically turpentine and formaldehyde that they dumped some <laughs> juniper berries in. Um, okay. I've got totally off track with this. Basically. Oh, if you buy the tapioca pearls, you do have to do a little bit of prep work. You basically soak them in kind of like a sugar water or a simple syrup and, and prep them. But then once they're made, you can add them to your, to your boba tea. You can put them in smoothies. Our local Boba shops, especially in the summer, like to do like all kinds of add-ins, like ice cream and all kinds of stuff. That Sounds are, healthy. Well, they may not be healthy, but they are delicious. <laughs> so I will put a link in the show notes if you do want to check that out so that you can make your own boba or bubble tea at home. Okay. Um, awesome Janie. Yes. Has has brought to light a popcorn maker. Mm -hmm. She said, I've had it for years. I've had several over the years. This is, this is her favorite though. Um, the original hot pop microwave popcorn popper. Not to be confused with a hot pocket or hot boxing. That's different (laughs) altogether. Yeah. Um, also, um, she loves to grind up freeze-dried strawberries uh-huh. and pure pure, which is a sugar substitute that's oh, like a okay. powder form. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if you mistyped puree, and I didn't know because yes. again, this is my first read through. Yes, uh-huh. um, yeah. As a, as a fruity topping, so you you blend, you add popcorn, you spray oil. Um, strawberry powder, all kinds of stuff to a bag. You shake the crap out of it, and then it makes the popcorn taste like crunch berries. That sounds so good right that now. That does. It does. Probably a little better for you than a traditional crunch berry as I w- well. I would think so, yeah. Um, all right. Dawn, back Are- at it again, stealing from the mail. <laughs> <laughs> No, she didn't. She didn't steal this. No, she did not. Our dear friend Don, who has such a great sense of humor, thank goodness <laughs> about Kyle's allegations. It's good-natured ribbing. It is. It is. Well, she said that she got a sampler pack of cologne for her husband, and she really loved almost all of them. And so I followed the link over to a shop on Etsy that's called Timber Ridge Botanical. And she had picked up for her husband the men's sampler cologne box. And she was really digging it. So Yeah, that's a great from and this is hey, what do I know? I'm one dude. I'm one dude, but evidently her husband liked the idea as well. So maybe there's two of us that agree out there. That's a great way to give a gift of cologne yes. for guys. I would I know I'm terribly difficult. Um, and uh, scents are hard because they they all they react to everybody's individual body chemistry so sure. differently. Something that smells wonderful on a piece of paper or on another human can just reek. Yeah. So the samplers are a pretty sharp way to go about it, and it doesn't it doesn't have to break the bank. Exactly. Trying to figure out what you like, and then and then you do like if you're like us, you you buy oh you know crap here's a. 60, 80, $100 bottle of cologne, and, and you have this sunk cost syndrome. You hate it. You'll never wear it, but you can't throw it out. And so you have some storage area, chock-a-block full of bottles of cologne you're never going to wear. You can tell I have some angry feelings yeah, about this. Yeah, just took a real turn. So the, the sampler's a good deal. We've done, uh, we've done Trumpers, mm-hmm. which is an outstanding men's perfume house yes. and other things. Mm-hmm. We've done Penhaligans. Yep. Which that's a little to actually get a bottle of that's a little on the pricey side, but they make some pretty impressive stuff too. We'll have to check out. What was the name of this one? Timber Ridge Botanical. Timber Ridge. Yeah. 
botanical. I've never been botanical before. Well, now's your chance. I don't have a green thumb either in yeah. terms of botany. That's okay. They did. They do the botany for you, yeah. and then they make it into cologne. I did have green arms and green legs this weekend. Did you? I did. I was doing some weed eating oh. in a very nasty patch of overgrown juicy plants. Oh. And when it was done, all of the greenness, I literally, my hands were stained even after a shower for a little bit. So you basically covered yourself in chlorophyll. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. It, it was like, it was like blood splatter oh, covered gosh. because it wasn't like I was in there rolling around. In no. it. it was just from all the carnage of the weed eating. <laughs> It's some very aggressive weed it eating. It was aggressive weed eating. My my shoulder muscles hurt now. Yeah. They're they're like, you don't work for a living. What are you doing? <laughs> this is a computer Get work. Back to your sedentary lifestyle, <laughs> you overachieving jerk. So I did. All right. Well, an awesome named Angela said that her awesome for the last month has been Karina dresses, K-A-R-I-N-A dresses. Dresses spelled as you typically would as spell. As one would normally yeah. spell them, yes. They did not show any creative spark with that. Nope, nope just regular spelling on that. Um, she said she's been wearing them Every day to work, they're comfortable, they're easy to care for, you, they're easy to kind of put an outfit together around them. They look great with sandals or flats or white keds. The company is a small business owned by a woman named Karina, and Angela says that she is lovely. So those are Karina dresses. I'll put a link that um, Angela shared into the show notes. All right. Now, this next little section of the show. Mm-hmm. Still lifestyle. Yes. It's about our actual life. So I feel a little bit more prepared for this. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> now, a different Angela, a different awesome, mm-hmm. awesome Angela, who is has grown to be a friend of ours through the years, sent a really nice and thoughtful care box, kind of a box of goodies. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Us. Yes. I don't know what you did to make her like you, but it was worth it. She has a beautiful heart and sent some great things. She sent a couple of sweet treats from local shops in her area. So some of them were um, delicious sugar cookies that are topped with the frosting that are just like so good. They're so moist that they literally were crumbly coming Mm -hmm. out of the package because they were just so good. Also, from a local shop, chocolate-covered potato chips. Yes. Which were awesome. She stuck in some other things like an embroidery kit. There was a wind chime. A 9 millimeter pistol. No weapons were in this one. Nunchucks. Nope. No th- the throwing stars. Is that what those were called? Yes. Okay. None yes. of those. Ninja either. throwing stars. Okay. Right. Um, some things for the kids. Just all kinds of goodies. Oh, also... I brought these down so I wouldn't forget to say this. Yeah. She custom made for us some koozies inspired by some of our uh, often repeated phrases. Yes, from when we were doing the Awesome Today show. Yes, exactly. Uh, so mine has, a, of course, a lipstick yes. print on it. It says, please do, as I'm known to say at the end of these shows. But yours I especially loved and appreciated. Yes, it has a gorgeous mustache on it, mm-hmm. which looks very similar to my own. And it celebrates the probably one time in the past five years Meg has gotten me so agitated that I couldn't even curse coherently. And I said, <laughs> damn, no. And that became a bit of a battle cry for us yes. all. So yeah, I've got to start. I've got to find something I can drink in a can now that will fit in this. Yes, and that's maybe I'll put you on that task. You don't. You don't have anything you're doing, right? No. You got all the free time to come up. I've got time. to. I've got to go read encyclopedias of the financial world mm, for crying out loud. Yes, it's man work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that was so thoughtful of Angela to send that, and we both were just so deeply touched by that. Yes, thank you very much. Um, we have had, as, as some of you may be aware, June's a huge month for us mm-hmm. in terms of celebrations. Now, we're always fans of a good celebration, but this month especially, we have Meg's birthday, Nico's birthday, we have our anniversary, we have Father's Day. It's like every time you turn around, there's something. And so it's really pushed uh, pushed us to the really 
um, edges of trying to find a creative spark in the kitchen. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We've been feasting a lot, a lot of things to celebrate. Yeah. Um, We have a lot of kids, so we don't really go out to eat very much. We do most of our celebrating with just really nice, fancy meals at home. Yes. So some of the things that we, that were standouts, we were, we were trying to kind of think back and brainstorm, remember some of the things that were standouts from our recent feasts. One thing that I absolutely loved, I was unprepared for how much I loved this, Yeah, was um, a panko crusted shrimp. Yeah. So in our, and I'm sure every Whole Foods is different. Mm-hmm. In ours, out in front of the the seafood market area, yeah. they have a, a big open top freezer. Yes. With, you know, bags of goodies in there. Yeah. And they have all in that same section. I think all three of these were are gluten free. Mm-hmm. Um, is panko gluten free? I don't know. No, maybe not the on the panko. May not be. But the other two are. Yeah. Um, they have they have a coconut shrimp. Mm-hmm. They have one that they call boom boom shrimp, yep. and then this panko crusted shrimp. Now we've we've eaten the mess out of the coconut shrimp. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. It's very good. We've tried many times to enjoy the boom boom shrimp. It literally tastes like balls of paste. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I balls I don't know that that was probably the best choice. I didn't know. It tastes like balls. Um, I don't know what balls taste like for the record. Okay. Nor do you. I don't know. I can't speak for you. Um, They are in the shape of balls. They taste like paste. Yeah. Um, So there's that. That wasn't, that wasn't awkward. Don't make it awkward. (laughs) Well, truly I was unprepared for how much I love this. Panko crusted shrimp from Whole Foods. <laughs> Sorry, my mind ran away. I'm sure. I was unprepared for how much <laughs> I enjoyed. Yes. Never mind. But the difference maker, I feel like, on these is that you deep fried them. I've done that. I've done that with the coconut shrimp too. Yeah. You have the you have the option to bake sure, these of course. as well. Mm-hmm. We did fry them. If you are unfamiliar with how to do that in a a, a, a manner, we just have a big cast iron Dutch oven. Yep. Um, you do want to be careful not to overfill it with oil and erupt that <laughs> all over. that's happened a We've few done times. that before. Yes. We learned the hard way. Yes. Um, but yeah, you just heat up oil. You used peanut oil this I used time? peanut oil yeah. this time. It's very tasty. Yes, very good. They got super crispy. Mm-hmm. So this is like the first, it was very texturally pleasing. Yes. It really, really was. The taste, the flavor, those mean the same thing. And the texture, all of it was so good. Yeah, they tasted nothing like balls. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, so moving on, uh, another fun thing that happened, because all of these fun celebrations were going on, my sister and her boyfriend came up from Dallas. You prepared a, quite the spread for them while they were here, including... Country pork ribs. Country style pork ribs. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some potato salad, some green beans. You did rolls and all kinds of things. But to me, that combo of pork ribs, potato salad, green beans, that is just like, okay, we are in the heart of summer now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to share kind of a preparation okay. tip. Yes. Series of tips, maybe even. Okay. Um, and probably most people know this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I'm the last one to find out the secrets here. Okay. But in terms of, of yeah, making some things a lot easier, let, let's be honest, going out and grilling something or smoking something, all of that, there's some real art yes. involved in that. Absolutely. Um, the, the opportunity for error is large mm-hmm. to come up with something that's dry or Something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undercooked, overcooked. Yes. I mean, there's just so many ways yes. you can mess it up. Especially true if you're getting into chicken. Yes, and absolutely. This, this works, a version of this works for, for chicken, for pork, for beef, yes. for venison, for whatever it is that you're doing. I would assume you could do it with portobello mushrooms if you were, in fact, of that persuasion. Kind of persuasion, the non meat eating persuasion. Exactly. Um, I don't know if it'd work on that or not. I bet it would. I don't know. I think, I think the, the last part would get funny. Okay. But well, anyway. Yeah. Um, so you don't, and you don't have to have hours. This is kind of, it's a cheaty way a little bit. Okay. So with the country style pork ribs, and if you're unfamiliar with what that is, it's, it's slabs of meat. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes a small amount of bone. It's not like you're thinking like a rib joint. Exactly. Kind of a rib. It's yeah. a different rib. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I like to put some type of marinade sauce thing on it. The thicker, the better. Slather it on there. If it's got a little sugar in it, that's even better because you get your grill super hot and you go out and you just cook it for like three or four minutes aside. You kind of want things to burn yeah. a little bit on there. You're yeah. searing it mm-hmm. effectively. Basically on the grill. Yeah. On the grill. Now you could do the same thing. I wouldn't do it with, with as thick of a sauce. You can do the same thing conceptually in a hot skillet. Okay. Yeah. Go in, sear all the sides. This, this helps retain juices. Yes. The, <clears throat> excuse me. You can do the same thing in terms of putting things in a smoker to yeah. introduce flavors, stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the finishing portion that makes this all easy. So you go in, you get your sear, you get your, your quick whatever done on some other device. And then you put it in a large pan, tray, thing that you can cover, mm-hmm. whether that's with aluminum foil or whatever else. Put some kind like a quarter cup, maybe a half cup most of some kind of liquid in the bottom. You can yeah. go boring. You can go with water. You can put whiskey, beer, um, coffee, any number of things in there. And then put a few tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. In yes. There. Yes. That's the difference. I right could get away with white vinegar too, but I'm, I'm a big fan of the apple cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as that sits in the oven, then at depending on how thick and, and if it's if it's a thick cut like a brisket or something like that, you probably want to go 250, 275 mm-hmm. in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, for something less substantial like these, I, I think I put them in at 225. If you were going with chicken drumsticks, yeah, you would probably want to keep it down around 175. Okay. Do that. Throw it in the oven. Forget about it, and just let it sit in there for three or four hours. Yes. The the combination then of the slow cooking, which will finish cooking anything because it's covered, you're not going to dehydrate the things that you're cooking. And then something magic about the, uh, what's it called? The vinegar. Yeah. The magic ingredient there. Uh, it helps to tenderize. Things are just falling apart Absolutely, by yes. the time you get there. And so, yeah, we did that with the country style ribs. That was very tasty, but we've done that with tons of stuff. Yeah. It's super easy. So easy. makes a huge difference. And then it really kind of is so much more forgiving way to, yeah. of prepping meat, I think. Yep. So. Um, a couple of other things of note from this month of feast. You have started making your homemade pico de gallo, which you make every mm-hmm. summer. We talked about that. Yeah, we have. I even I even had some some sass thrown at me because we, we do put fresh cilantro in. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. We did have this recent discussion. The, the vegetables are really coming into season. So it is tasting so good. So anyway, in the midst of all of this cooking that you've been doing this whole entire month and all of the yard work, getting splashed with plant blood and all plant of that blood everywhere. You also have been just really deep in the trenches of your actual day job. Man alive. Yeah. Yeah. So some, some of us humans, probably all of us, honestly, when we get really deep into a project that we view as important, we can really go down in a hole and just, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it can ruin your life. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you, you can be a miserable it. person to be around. Yeah. Um, and I can't, I can't not become entrenched in things as you're well aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've dreamt about this. Yeah. I've woken up telling you about the weirdo dreams I've had about stuff. I mm-hmm. even was so convinced in one of the dreams that I found the solution through a dream that I started keeping a notepad by the bed. Of course, as it turns out, everything I dreamed was actually insanity and it wasn't. <laughs> there was no solution there. No secret to solving the puzzle in your dreams, but it felt like it at the time. Yeah, I was I was pretty sure. Yeah. So, I only bring that up because it's not abnormal. It's not, <clears throat> it's not a unique event. A lot of us hit times in our life. Sometimes they can be quite protracted where we're just really swamped in yeah. work. And I think it's super important for you and your health and the health of your relationships that no matter how important that thing is, how busy, how tied into it you are, man, you gotta, you gotta cut loose from that 
even if you have to fabricate, and this is why we share so many things worthy of celebration, even if you have to fabricate something to celebrate, yeah. do something to bring yourself into a lighter frame of mind, to bring those around you back into your life right. from your separation. I, I cannot yell loudly enough my advocacy for yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And you do a good job of that way better than in past Iterations yeah, way of, better than last week, <laughs> you jerk. Of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the Thank past. you. Thank you. Um, well, speaking of your daily work, one thing that I have been loving for my daily work is getting on Instagram almost every single day, especially in stories um, sharing the celebration of the day, which mm-hmm. you were just talking about. Find a way to celebrate, find a thing to celebrate, and also inviting people to uh, let me celebrate their birthdays with them, which has been so much fun. Also on Fridays, I've started doing going live on Instagram to do a little thing called Get Ready With Me, where I sit and put my makeup on and we talk, I talk, people comment as, as we go. And it has been so fun. You know, this time a year ago, you and I were just beginning to do what would later become awesome today and putting ourselves on video, being on YouTube, all of those things. And I hated being on video. I was so insecure about it. It made me absolutely, it was so nerve wracking to me. Mm-hmm. So to have grown to the point in a year where now I can go live, where there is no editor, there is no anything. It's just like, this is me. And also to get on there without any makeup on and to start out, of course, I'm putting it on as we go. I've just been, it's been so fun to myself to realize like, this is really fun and I don't have to be neurotic about it. I'm just having a good time with it. It's really served as a springboard for your fans only lingerie channel. Only fans is what it's. That's called. what I meant. Only fans. You can tell I'm a. I'm an <laughs> only fan of a that lot of was people. Such a dad way to say it. Dude. <laughs> I know. I've I've become the old man I used to laugh at. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fans so, only. That's that's another that's another thing. It's a whole different thing, but it's, it is a thing. It's the generic knockoff of only fans. Yes. <laughs> it's for the older crowd. Yeah, it is. It's for the old. It's for the geriatric <laughs> crowd. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, if you haven't joined us on Instagram, basically, please come over there and find us because we're having a lot of fun. And also I've been doing reels. Like I, and we've joked a lot, a lot about Creative Spark in this episode, but I really have been having so much fun with being the leader of our awesome community and just showing up in new ways that I never dreamed I would have the courage to do so um, for our community and via Instagram of all places. So we're at sort of awesome show. We'd love to have you join us over there. Perfect. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you have. That's the end of the notes, as you can see. Oh man. There's so much more. (laughs) That was it. Um, Well then, Hey, everybody out there, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.